Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 206. Hot damn. And this is chapter two. Chapter two in sci-fi horror. It's a great genre. So this episode is going to be a little special. Slash, this is a special episode for Mother's Day. Hey, that works out. Mother's Day was... A couple of days ago, but yeah, fuck it. It's, it's Mother's Late Mother's Day, yeah, whatever. Welcome to our Mother's Day tribute episode. Yeah. <laughs> In the month of May. Yeah, so we were looking around for some sci-fi movies, and I think we were leaving trivia, right? Something, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know we if we were chatting. still there, but... I think we were. Yeah, trivia. We had yeah. just finished a 20 minutes thing, yeah. I think. And we were talking about different sci-fi films that freaked us out when we were little and stuff. And then I can't remember how we got onto it, but then we were talking about The Abyss. And that movie always freaked me out because I really don't like water stuff. Like being completely submerged and like, oh, if something goes wrong, we're going to die down here. There's no like, oh, I can swim my way up. Like, can you swim a mile up on one breath of air? No, we, we're going to die down here. That, that, that always spooked me out. And then, like, Micah's like, yeah, man, I remember watching The Abyss. My mom loved it. And I was like, my mom loved it. And Kay's like, my mom loved it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, all our moms absolutely love this. Except mine. She's <laughs> probably never seen her. But that's fine. And then no one was surprised. Exactly. <laughs> and then we said, shocked, I tell you. <laughs> but, no, we, we realized that all our moms, probably around the same time, watched this. And we're like, that's wild as hell. And then mm-hmm. little us's were probably like, that's wild as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching this uh, for sure. It wasn't the first time my mom watched it, but I was at home. I remember like VHS yeah. watching it because I remember the uh, Ed Ed Harris. I don't know, I don't know why I'm going to call him Ed Beans. <laughs> Ed Beans. <laughs> Mr. Beans. Uh, but Ed Harris, when, his, when he's in the suit... And it just fills up with the, the pink mm-hmm. fluid. And I was like, that, it still freaks me out to this day because that's just scary. Like, yep. hey, my, just, just breathe this water, air water. You'll be fine. My first and, freak out. My first and only warning to Emma before we watched this movie because she was the only one who hadn't seen it was, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to feel real uncomfortable at that part. <laughs> yeah, I it's the it still bothers me right now. But if you don't know anything about The Abyss, this bad boy came out at 1989. Good gravy. And this is... Hey, a- me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was two years old watching probably some wild shit. I was actually really hoping your mom was going to be on this episode. She I wanted- gave me some anecdotes. Yeah. Because hey. I wanted to find out if she went and saw this in the theater when she was... She oh, was oh, working I, I, at oh, the theater. You took my I anecdote. I did. And yes, she was president. President. Pregnant. <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> And Never yes, be she also <laughs> she also took him when he was like this big. Pregnante got it. So it my mom's <laughs> job when I was a bun in the oven, and uh, she was a wee one, definitely not old enough to <laughs> be birthing a child. Shout out to the grandparents for uh, keeping me around. Right, whoop whoop. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was a bun in the oven, and my mom worked at a movie theater. Even after she had me, uh, I'm sure after she got out of maternity leave, 
which probably was probably unpaid. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to America. Um, <laughs> but after she got out, done with that, she went back to the movie theater and would have me from time to time, like at the movie theater. Ah, so cool. So I, I would, I wish I had like, I wish she could tell me like those movies that she saw. But I mean, any movie I guess that came out between '89 and and '90, early on, is yeah. gonna have. It, it. She probably watched it with me there. Oh yeah. Oh man, Mike has got so many movies. Just osmosis, just absorbed into his little. Right. The only the through only the thing pink I know... oxygen liquid yeah. that he <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That he was breathing in. You're not uh, wrong. It's, That's some you know what's funny. Shit. You know what's even funnier about that? When I came out, I came out a month early, and my lungs were underdeveloped. Oh well, shit! Yeah, so I was probably breathing that sweet, sweet pink liquid. Mm. Yikes! That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> That's fair. He's like it. It, it was. I mean, it all, was. Uh, don't we I, all breathe that pink fluid thing in the? Uh, Jackson oh, Sherman. Yeah. Yeah. We had to force feed him that pink works. liquid. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why they say it could work. So, um, But no, this is a James Cameron film. James Cameron, you see that Titanic guy? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is he that Terminator guy? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is he that blue giant space alien plug-in thing? <laughs> yeah, the plug-in tail. That one, too. <laughs> hey, there's supposed to be a sequel coming out. Very soon. It's already done. Day. God, it's been like 15 years. But yeah, I guess it's on its way. We'll if see. we were a visual medium, you would see the look of disgust on my face. <laughs> but no, uh, James... Like, that movie ain't coming out. I don't need more. That movie ain't yeah. ever coming out. But James Francis <laughs> Cameron, uh, known for directing a lot of amazing films. <laughs> Francis, Francis, what the fuck? <laughs> what the what a fucking nerd. <laughs> I thought he was going to be on left That was like a real-time reaction, too. He's like, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> so, yeah, this is one of... Uh, it's not one of his first ones, but it is most commonly known as the, and I'll quote him, the worst movie production ever. Because this nice. movie dealt with water. And Just to, like Titanic. And to do all the things in water, he actually had a giant tank filled. It was a... Two tanks were build, built, and it held 7.5 million gallons of water. Absolutely 55 not. feet deep. Nope. And 209 feet across. Nope. And so at the time, it was the largest freshwater filtered tank in the world. So they made two of those bad boys. Oh, fuck. Of course they did. And uh, it was really because scary. Because James Cameron said, I must go bigger. Yes. Uh, and for a lot, of, a lot of the actors, when they got into the water, it was completely black. And there were many moments where the suits and equipment would kind of shut down. Uh, multiple people almost drowned and died. Ed Harris, mm -hmm. he drowned multiple times, and then James Cameron was just still filming it. And he was like, hey, this looks good. And he's like, son of a bitch almost died. He's like... Oh, no. Oh, just, cool, 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 but we got the shot. Uh, James Cameron almost drowned and died in the water. And Jesus. James Cameron don't give a fuck about drowning because he like almost died several times doing this movie. And then like 10 years later was like, you know what? Let's do it again. Titanic, baby. Give it to me. Yeah. And let's just fucking so film if, in the water. Uh, Who cares? Not like a key grip, but someone just kind of watching over him. 
uh, his air supply kind of went out, and he was like waving his arms, and the guy was like waving back, like hi. <laughs> and so he had to like take all the equipment off and That's swim funny. his ass to the top of the water. And the second he got to the top, I was like, you're fucking fired. I almost died. And he's like, oh. And the guy left. Uh, this says Isla Fisher in the fucking whatever. What was that movie where she was in the... Now You See Me. Was it Now You See Me or was it... It was one of the ma- magician movies. Yeah, it was Now You See Me. Yeah, yeah, Now You See Me. Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah where she got all locked in and she dropped the key and she's like, fuck no. And she's like, point to the camera. That's so scary. So... Uh, a lot of the actors, they will not talk about their time in this movie. Ed Harris. Because they signed an NDA, probably. Well, it's been years. They can say stuff now, probably. But every time someone's like, hey, Ed Harris, how was filming The Abyss? And the one time, finally, after years, he said, that's like asking uh, a war veteran, hey, how was Vietnam? Nice. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm good, bro. Uh, he has said that a few times after filming for the day, he would just like drive home and he would just like stop just off to the side and just cry for like a couple hours and then just keep driving home. Fuck. He said it was it was torture. They That's were rough. in water, almost drowning all the time because the suits were terrible. And yeah, uh, all the actors and actresses were like, "This is the worst fucking movie." Like, it how was this sucked. allowed? Because it was fucking eighty nine. <laughs> mm. Practices, safety, and practices. Because remember, um, OSHA. The um right? the Twilight Ocean Zone movie would not be okay with this shit now. That Twilight Zone movie where the helicopter crashed and killed two kids and that uh, that one actor. Back in the day, man, shit was just wild. They're like, hey, let's do this yeah, thing real quick. Yeah, but the Twilight quick. Zone was a solid twenty years. No, 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 before no the, the movie. It was color. It was like oh, okay around this time and you right. Died. The eighties didn't give a fuck. Shit, no, shit was wild shows. in the eighties. So yeah, this movie. This is why Bob Kelso became such an ass on Scrubs. <laughs> it's because everyone was on the cocaines. Yeah, they were. They, just they were like, it "Why don't you go over there and breathe some white powder for a minute? It'll right. be fine." Cocaines. Yeah, and then you can breathe this pink liquid. Right. Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. <laughs> so the music is Alan Silvestri. Mm. That name okay. sounds familiar. Fantastic. So we were sitting there and was almost all the way through the movie, and I was like, "Wow, a lot of this just sounds so cut and paste from another movie franchise." <laughs> And I was like, this is Silvestri, isn't it? Silvestri. And, sorry, Silvestri. Oh, I thought you were making fun of him. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Silvestri. Silvestri. Uh, no, and Emma's like, oh, yeah, it could be somebody else. And, and she, uh, and she Or that, Ed, too. And looked it up, and yeah, it was him. And I was like, yeah, most of the soundtrack just sounded like a copy and paste from fucking Back to the Future. Yes. And I was like, well, like, all considering the Back to the Future like, 1, the and future. then this, and then Back to the Future 2 came out, he was like... Hella in the midst of oh, like yeah. and, and this narrative. is probably a much lower budget oh, film absolutely. after that. And, and they were like, yeah, we're going to pay you this much. It's like, all right, well, this is what you get. Right. I'm going to take this one minute part from This is my rough draft this Back for to Back to the Future 2. <laughs> or this scene got cut so I can use it. Yeah. Because it didn't make me, the final film. Let me drag this over here and <laughs> this part out. I need to just like listen to the Abyss soundtrack like repeatedly until mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it and then watch the Avengers. Yes. And see how much of it he like Oh, there, absolutely from there's so themes. much. Absolutely there's themes there. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Abyss music and it's just like bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. you're like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you look at the screen. Uh, yeah. 
Ba 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 ba. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Watching this, it just blurs into Back to the Future. Like, did I switch this movie? Okay, that is one thing. I I, I know Family Guy's been like getting gaining popularity again. Like old Family Guy's been oh, gaining yeah. popularity again. And uh, that's one thing I love about it is when they make fun of literal the music. You know, yeah. like when oh, they do the, the Star or Star Wars one, they're like John Williams. <laughs> you know, they always have nods because Seth MacFarlane is a musician, oh, and so yeah. he he always adds in those things, and it's like, yeah, we get it, we appreciate. Yeah, that. he's pretty smart about music. I need to get his album, his big band album. It's good. He has a really good crooner voice. He does. Yeah. So, if you don't know anything about The Abyss, this is a movie about a deep core group? Deep. Deep. <laughs> you gotta go deeper. Yeah. Uh, they are on a underwater drilling platform, and they are tasked with also with some Navy SEALs, the Wavy SEALs, like that episode of uh, Rugrats we watched. <laughs> I want to be a wavy seal. <laughs> um, they're tasked with grabbing all of these nukes that crashed on the USS Montana. And they have to get there and they have a, a small amount of time before like the Russians and everybody else runs up and grabs all the nukes because it's like, oh no, I dropped all my candy. He's like, you got an hour and I'm grabbing that candy. <laughs> so all the bad guys are just waiting. They're like, I will grab all of that. And then, um, yeah, they find out what's at this, the bottom of this trench, and they meet aliens. So it's it's pretty cool. the The scariness of this, because I know some people will be like, "That episode's not that scary, Otis." It's more about the atmosphere, and you know, if you don't like water, man, that's a whole lot of nope. It's a terrifying right movie if you yep. have experienced almost drowning, yeah. have a fear of water, are not a good swimmer. Um. Don't like confined closed spaces. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yep. I couldn't be on that platform. Oh, maybe so much. But no, uh, this it's fun. I I enjoyed watching this again. This was one of those ones when I was a wee one, seeing just chunks of it and stuff. I forget yeah. how the aliens looked when they pop up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's how they look. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about the abyss? Mm. Um, I loved it. I, too, watched this a whole bunch as a kid, but it's one of those movies where I don't think I ever watched the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, those movies on TNT or USA or whatever where you just like, oh, here's like 20 minutes into Back to the Future. Let me watch this. And it's like time to get up and go. And mm-hmm. I only saw like that one section at the dance and then that was it. Like... <laughs> You had you know. 15 minutes to kill, and yeah. you did. Yeah. Um, so, and you did. Well, and I was really little. Like, my mom loved this movie, so she watched it all the time. Um, but because I was so small, I didn't understand what was happening, really. It was just like, cool, submarines. Cool, they're swimming underwater. Cool, sparkly, like, neon alien things. And then that's it. Like, I didn't conceptualize or understand what the fucking point of this movie was for a long time. And then I haven't seen it in 20 years. So (laughs) watching it this time was like, oh, now I understand why my mom loved this movie so much. Like, this is interesting as fuck. Yep. The entire concept, you know, reading some of the stuff later that that came out about it later, about how horrible the work environment was for the actors and just the filming practices and all that. Like, 
It definitely skews your viewpoint of the film, but before any of that and watching it just with none of that knowledge, it was fucking cool and like, I don't know, heart, like my heart was beating really fast at a bunch of different times um, just because of the pressure, yeah, both literally and figuratively that was happening in the film. I caught myself like holding my breath. Yeah, at different points when they were like, yeah, you only have this long to get over there and back, and you have to do it without any air. And I was like, nope. oh, fuck. <gasps> yeah, right. Like, oh, big God. breath in, like, fuck. Yeah, this is really good. Micah. Oh, that movie holds up, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. I think one of the best things that I like about this movie is how quiet it is. There are some, some scenes where... The, the, there's just nothing happening and all you can hear is basically the ocean on the outside. Yeah. And I think that adds to the suspense. That's one thing that a lot of the, like, I don't know, 90s, early 2000s, 80s movies were known for was the suspense parts. That it was like, okay, well, yeah, the music is good, but it was how it was used. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, that kind of thing where it was like, there, it was very sparse and they kind of just relied on ambient sound to make it absolutely terrifying, yeah. which it did. It felt almost interactive at times because you're not only seeing this tight, confined space where you're like, okay, well, I'm in a one-man thing out here, and that's the Mariana Trench. Yeah. So if anything happens... <laughs> you're fucked. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so having no music, having it, you know, nothing droning other than the sound of the background ocean. Yeah. You know, that added so much to it. And that's something that a lot of movies don't have anymore. Everything is all based on sound effects. Everything, there has to be something exciting happening at every single moment of the movie. Yeah. And it's like not enough movies give time to kind of be boring so it's like yeah. exciting it's like okay re- recover exciting recover yeah. you know it's, it's just like punching a brick wall at your face the whole time and it's like okay wow that was really exciting we need to cool re- i need a, i need a lot blank space right yeah. i need i need some time before i go watch it again yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> um but i thought it held up very well um there were points in time where the acting was a little Cookie I don't know. Cutter. Yeah, yeah, cookie cutter, kind of a tropey. Oh yeah, it got, it got tropey. Yeah. Sci- science fiction tropey at times. Oh yeah. Um, the technology kind of blew my mind that that was 1989. You know, it was like 88 and 89. I was like, fuck, we had that technology back then. What do, what do we have now? Oh, it's the same. The same, just well, with better cameras. What's okay, weird, cool. <laughs> what's weird about the the tropes? Like you mentioned, the tropes is more that this is where it started. Because if mm. you think about, well, see, I like, get that. It's because cr- it's crazy watching it now. You're like, oh, it's been 30 years. Like mm-hmm. this is just a rehash of this movie and this movie and this movie that I've seen. Now over my and over argument and over again. with that is that uh, how many science fiction movies have come out since then? A hardly, lot. Well, a yes, lot. a lot, but hardly any major, oh, yeah, major blockbuster ones because Star Wars kind of ruined it. You know, it was like, oh, well, you're just trying to Star Wars now. It's like, no, not all science fiction is Star Wars. You know, and so now it's like major companies are hard pressed to do a science fiction film because it's going to be like all the executives are going to go. Gravity. 
Oh, yeah, but Avatar came out when? 2008? Six. How long ago was that? Annihilation? We watched that? Yeah, but how unpopular was that? I don't mean that they're not being made. I just mean that like major blockbusters. Like I would consider this for that time to have been a major sci-fi blockbuster. Yeah. It's hard to get like banger sci-fi blockbusters out there. I don't know. I would argue that Avengers Endgame is science fiction. That is the yeah, fringiest science fiction. No, no, no. Yes, obviously. Superheroes but are you don't you don't fiction. think of that as science fiction. You think of it as comic book. You, yeah. You know that that's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, and, but I get that. Yeah. And so like I feel like. That era was full of sci-fi films. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and so it's kind of cool to just have that. This one would I would qualify it as a banger. You know, yeah. well Hollywood has run out of original ideas. So well, it's because they're, they're not going to, they're not going to have original idea. They're just going to try to make money off of. Oh, th- this was a book. Okay, well let's do it. Yeah, it was a popular let's, book. Let's do it. And let's, let's change <laughs> everything about it. Yep. I'm actually surprised no one's tried to do this again. Yeah. I hope no one ever does. This well, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's like, okay, um, the one remake that I will... No, two. I have two remakes on my list that I will never watch. And that's Red Dawn. <laughs> I will never watch yeah, never the remake watch of Red that. Dawn. Then I have Leah Thompson. And the second one is uh, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Why did you need to remake Total Recall? It yeah, wasn't it was... that great of a movie when it came out. Yeah, I fucking fun. love it. Yeah. It wasn't that great of a movie. Yeah, Why did you need to remake okay. it? So, here's what I will say on, on that note. I think Hollywood should be doing remakes of movies that were shit. Yup. Oh! That could I have been like amazing, that. but were shit. I think that that's the only remakes Hollywood should be doing. Yep. Don't come after, don't come out here and give me another Shining. Like, critically acclaimed. Don't give me a, I don't want a but, Godfather but remake. They, I don't want don't give me another I don't want an Ferris Abyss Bueller. remake. Wait, don't give me my, another my Back only, to the my Future. My only argument is they did remake The Shining technically, and it was way better. The one with Ewan McGregor. That's not the shine. That's a different one. It's a sequel. A prequel, right? Prequel, yeah. Different. No, but technically, still not, no, it's still not a remake. But technically, it's not a remake. <laughs> okay. I like okay. dancing hands. Technically, but anyways, take these movies that like had really good bones, like had a good idea and concept, and just like either weren't properly funded, weren't properly like advertised at the time, and like bombed as hell, yeah. and make. Improvements to make those shitty movies better, mm-hmm. but not this one. Don't no yeah, no <laughs> do not touch this. Movie. Do not remake things that are critically acclaimed fucking bangers. Yeah. Like five out of five stars would you know would never repeat. Like you don't repeat this movie. The God there there's you know you're never gonna remake Gone with the Wind or no. Wizard of like the or original Casablanca. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Like nobody is gonna touch those movies. They didn't remake Casablanca, but they made a version. Yeah, they did. It's called Out Cold. Yep. And it's like it's the same steps Wait, as Casablanca. Out, out Cold. Out, out Cold is a. It's Casablanca. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I it ends go, the I same lines at the end of it and stuff. I yeah. need to go back and watch that movie because I've been thinking movie. about that movie for weeks now. That is so and, random. Oh I love the movie. <laughs> take, I've never seen it, so that's take oh, shitty that's movies. Great. I've oh, seen Casablanca. Take shitty movies or shitty scripts and make them into good movies. 
Yeah. Don't give me remakes of That's things for sure. that everyone else loves. That sounds so easy, but it seems to be the hardest thing. I'm sorry. I'm going to be stuck on Yeah, because at the end, he says, um, well, here's looking All at I you, right? All I can think of That's is the very, Blanca, right? the, the very first scene yeah. where they get zapped. Here's is looking that... at you is not Casablanca, is it? Oh, that's Gone with the Wind. Well, what's the one, one when she gets on the plane and leaves? And uh, the is guy... it, frankly, dear, I don't give a damn? No, no that's... that's Gone with the Wind. No, that's Casablanca. No. Who the fuck knows? Old-ass movies. We'll go over this. But, Shit, okay. But I know there's a line. I'm not watching There's a line when she, leaves, when she leaves on the plane and his, yeah. his buddy like yeah. just talking to him. Mm-hmm. It happens in Al Cold. She leaves at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily remember. mean that it's... No, it, it, it really is. They're, they use the same lines. I literally like, haven't seen it is. since I was little, but all, the only scene I can remember is getting Zach Galifianakis drunk and put him in the car. Oh, they, they spin it. They spin it, and then they start screaming. He's trying to fix it. He's like whipping it. Oh, here's looking at you. I would say those the the use of the lines at the end is more of a like homage to those other films, not a direct copy of those other films. Like, because the story of Casablanca is like, I don't know, it's very complex. I'm not trying to hate on how cold. The cinematic masterpiece from (laughs) 2004 or whatever the fuck. Dude gets his dick stuck in a hot tub. Yeah, see, that's what I'm gonna say. It's not not Casablanca. It's it's amazing. I love it. Not Casablanca. It's not romantic at all. That's what I'm saying. Katie, I totally agree that there needs to be a lot of remakes, a lot of second chances. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, there's a whole bunch of movies we've watched with the Spooky Movie Squad, like scary movies. That just like had shitty ass advertising oh, and yeah. just so, were fucking oh, okay. great. So here's the cool thing: the one, the one benefit that Discovery ha- or that people are looking at that Discovery has now bought Warner Brothers Media is now they're going to be in charge of DC and everything like that. And the guy running it has already come out and said, "We need a Kevin Feige. We need a." a somebody to spearhead this and recreate our universe and because i know warner brothers was trying to do the the monster universe oh, yeah, which is what they started with the pos- the worst possible movie that they could have ever dreamed up and that was tom cruise's the mummy yeah, that was, was fucking awful and they went well that didn't work back to the drawing board mail <laughs> and then they went well that didn't work Sold to Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I could talk for hours on this subject. Yep. We need to talk about this we movie. Really <laughs> Special episode coming soon. Yeah, yeah I could talk for hours about, <laughs> about yeah, this. That'd actually be a really good 20 minute uh, theme. Oh, we what should. Would you okay, we, we should do that, but give people time to, to look into it and go, like, okay, what movies Let's do need a special to be remade? Episode. Yeah. Special episode. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I wasn't trying to talk Special right was... episode! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually like that idea a lot. So, uh, we'll... Emma, how did, what did you think about this movie? Because we didn't even get to her. Oh, I have to edit so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had never seen it before. I was not expecting much because normally the movies that get hyped up that were 30 years old were great 30 years ago and then they're like severely mediocre yeah. now. And I'm like, well, yeah, that was cute. Okay. But this movie was awesome. I 
was hyperventilating for half of the movie. <laughs> it wasn't scary. Scary. Like, like Micah warned me, the only part that really freaked me out is when he was, like, breathing in the liquid yeah. and then dropping down 20,000 feet. And I was like, how yeah. the fuck is he still in one piece? Like, no. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I loved it. It was great. I would watch it again. But, uh, yeah. No, it held up because, I mean, I'm watching it. Yeah. 33 years later, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But no, it, what everybody said, it, it's it's a fun one. And I don't think it's like nostalgia glasses, because this is something from a lot of our childhoods. It's a pretty solid sci-fi film. And, and if you know me, I always <laughs> say this all the time about movies. If you know me, I love sci-fi. I love women. Uh, heroes and women. Uh, and sci-fi, and I love... And Gold. women. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it just checked all the marks off. Um, it, I love good sci-fi films. So it was really good. So, yeah, and I mean, this is another example of James Cameron. Just let him, let, let, let guys who are good at what they do do what they do. Yeah, Fuck. just don't drown your actors. Yep. Because he seemed to be really trying. Preferably. This, this whole movie. So we'll get through the story. For what it is, and it's like runtime, the story's pretty simple. There's just a lot of character building and you know suspense yeah suspense added to it but story's really not you 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 bring that up and and that was a point that i had um as an adult with adhd it's hard to keep track of things when you have to sit there for two hours and 20 minutes yeah but um that was one thing was the plot was kind of hard to follow yeah it wasn't that it was a bad movie it was just the plot kind of went like Oh, hey, look over there. Oh, look over there. Hey, look. Well, it's over there. Oh, my God. Shiny alien. You know. Yeah, it was the most fluid. <laughs> so good for someone with AD, ADD. <laughs> it was the most, like, fluid plot. Sure because was. it's like, this is the most I important it, thing. I because were underwater. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, this is the most important thing. Ten minutes later. Oh, that's the most important thing because we'll die. Fuck. And then it's like, what the fuck is that glowy thing? That's the most that's important. That's the most important <laughs> And, you know, They're all important. Fuck, that was a brilliant analysis. Yeah. That was really good. Fucking Kyle Reese is like, oh, that's the most important. Thing. We gotta <laughs> fix this new. You know? So everyone's oh, just that's the most. Important. Yeah, everybody forces the plot to be something else, and then at the end, it's like, oh my god. Oh my god. No, that. <laughs> and the alien. Oh yeah, but okay, we'll get through the story real quick. So the Ohio class, which means it's what big as fuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So it they is, really are. There's some big-ass fucking submarines. <laughs> so the Ohio-class submarines, they include 14 ballistic missile submarines. So, um, yeah, they have tons of nukes, and they're real scary. This so, movie had me mad out the gate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they're uh, nuclear-powered. <laughs> nuclear. God damn it. Nuclear. <laughs> So, the issue is, USS Montana, they're scooting around just full of nukes, just being cool, and then they encounter an unidentified submerged object, and they're like, what the fuck is that? (coughs) And they actually freak out, and they're keeping track of it, and then the weird unidentified thing, just like, I don't know, oh, baby girl. (laughs) Baby. She's like my brains. Sorry well, our dog, dog, our dog is here. 
Hello, dog. I just ran into meet, the table. Meet, ki- meet kitchen table. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, my brains. So, uh, the problem is, as they're chasing this glowy fucking figure, they crash <laughs> into the Cayman trough. Trough? Well, they're trough. not really chasing it. They're trying to avoid it because it's coming at them hella quick. Yeah, it was oh, kind yeah. of, but then it just like... Meh. So, So, what they think is happening is that like a Russian submarine is chasing them and going to try to shoot them and they're trying to outrun it because it's really small and moving unpredictably fast. Oh yeah, absurdly like, fast. Absurdly fast were... that they couldn't control it. So they're trying to like run away from it and then they hit a wall near, right near the Ariana, Mariana Trench. Jesus. Yeah. Because so... they were the Ariana Grande. The Ariana Grande <laughs> Trench. Ariana <laughs> Trench. I love the Ariana Trench. They were in the middle of like a massive conflict. So yeah. I would have assumed it was one of those two. Uh, and yeah, and and that was one thing is, um, I don't know if it was James Cameron's, I Jesus Christ, James wow. Cameron's idea, or it was his writers or something. But somebody on his staff was really paying attention to like the official records. Of like how fast something could move underwater yeah. and stuff because that was one of the things that I noticed. I was like, "Fucking get his book of world records!" Like, yeah. oh, nothing has ever moved that fast. Whoa, we've reached that. Whoa, that's pushing it. Oh, yeah. nope, that's the fastest we've ever seen. Yeah. That's yeah. actually pretty. And when spooky. they dive, it's like, oh, that's the deepest anybody's ever dived. Like, yeah. you know, and they're like celebrating like a normal person would do, which kind of makes begs the question: Did that actually happen? Like, did they drop to a certain point where everybody went, "Oh my god, well, we actually." broke a record while filming really cool. this film. Like, <laughs> now, that'd be pretty spooky. Um, but yeah, that, it was just one of those things where it was like somebody was who had a lot of time on their hands was keeping track of those records and like, yeah, we can And we I appreciate that person a million percent because not enough movies do that. For sure. So many movies just like bullshit their way through the, the kind of technical aspects of whatever the subject is and it's so unbelievable. Like, oh, this person was... Flying at 700 knots. What? <laughs> that's not even how... That's not even how... What we used to that's describe... That's not how any of this works. Flight, yeah. Like, you're, Flight what? is not measured in knots. Exactly. Poser. Exactly. Like, people just dick around. And I'm so happy that they didn't do that on this film. Everything felt very genuine. So, the problem with the Montana crashing and then just dooming all the people on the ship (laughs) is that they're in a weird spot, and it's kind of like a, yeah, we're stealing that kind of situation. So, Soviet ships are on their way to salvage all the things in the submarine. Open water, there's no laws. Yeah, and they are chock full of nukes. And you know what would be the funniest thing? If we steal your nukes... (laughs) <laughs> and then shoot the nukes back at you. He's like, yeah, have some Fuck of this, you, Uncle right? Sam. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. So the the U.S. is like, no, we got to get that shit back. This is a this is a situation. So the U.S. government they sent a it's SEAL a, it's team. A entanglement. Yes, it is. I am feeling in some kind of way. (laughs) So they sent a SEAL team to Deep Core. That's the name. It's a privately owned experimental underwater drilling platform. It was a lot of words. But they're underwater and they're... I forgot what they were investigating or what they were doing down there. They were just drilling, right? That's just their thing. I don't know. It's just Uh, Well, no, no, no. They were down there looking for the submarine. That no, was but, the thing they hired the dive crew to actually okay. look yep. and and. But I was thinking find... what the dive crew was doing before that. Oh, on what that the base. dive crew yeah. was doing. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So, 
Uh, you know what happens when you get? I think they were like testing equipment. I think that was their job because Probably. they because they kept like they were calibrating a bunch of things and they kept focusing on those smaller, um, like maneuverable submarine things yeah. that they had, mm-hmm. like remote control submarines that they were dealing with, and they were trying to get them deeper and deeper and deeper. They were like working on that. Technology. Oh yeah, they were probably doing a lot of experiments on things down yeah. there. So, uh, what happens anytime in a sci-fi movie when you bring military with just... Normal people. You know, blue-collar workers, there's going to be some issues. Yo, what up, Armageddon? And one of the (laughs) first things that they explain to the Navy SEALs is, hey man, be cool and make sure you work on your, your pressure situation because there's a syndrome out there, high pressure nervous syndrome, and you'll get the shakes and you'll get all crazy and then, you know... Pandorum. Right, and yeah. Kyle Reese is like, eh, I'm fine, I'll be all right. And then five seconds later, he's like, got the shakes. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I've done this a million times. I know what I'm doing. So he's and already I'm shaky right. down there. You see his hands? You see his hands? Mr. Mustachio. <laughs> so, uh, in the initial investigation of the Montana, they go down there and they're getting to the nukes and stuff. Um, Lindsay, uh, that is Bud. Bud's the main character. Lindsay is his estranged ex-wife. Almost still wears his wife. ring. Yeah, yeah. almost. Still it's like Twister. They're like, w- I'm not with you, but I'm kind of. You like your you. job more than you like me. Yes. <laughs> so she actually sees something glowy, and she calls it a non-terrestrial intelligence. <laughs> I don't like aliens too bad. <laughs> Moxie's not about the aliens. She's like aliens. Ruh row. So she sees something glowing, and they're like, oh, shit, it might be the Soviets. Like, they might be investigating, coming down there to yeah, try to, like... They might have some weird glowy submarine thing that yeah, we don't they, know about. they might attack. So the SEAL team leader, it's Kyle... I, I call him Kyle Reese because he's Kyle Reese from the Terminator movies. So... Uh, yeah. That's why I'm calling Kyle Reese. So I'm sitting here like... <laughs> why? Why am I... No, okay. <laughs> so he's ordered to... He's ordered, ordered to accelerate the mission, and he takes one of the, the mini-subs, because he's trying to grab... Um, the nukes. Grab the nukes off the ship. Me too. But, but unfortunately, while he's doing this, a storm hits above. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, and so the problem is that they need to disconnect from the surface support ship before the storm gets there, because it will absolutely destroy everything if they're attached to it. And guess what they're doing? Not doing that in time. And so the SEALs, they get <laughs> they get the nuke, and they're like, hey, look at us. He's like, cool, we have like 30 seconds to do this before we're trapped down here. And they don't get it done. And the the rig, like the platform they're on, it floods in a couple of sections, mm-hmm. and they have to shut off spots because with water, it just keeps filling up. And a couple of crew members, they die, and the power mm-hmm. systems go down. It's... I, I would honestly be interested, because uh, the first thing I said was, wow, this looks like a lot a lot like Deep Blue Sea. Yes. I'd be interested to know if there were some, some like, that's a long time, I know that's a long time yeah. span, but, Only you know, if you're years. good at what you do, you yeah. know, that could have been the crew, you know, holding over oh, for, yeah. who created the scene. I mean, oh, absolutely, some of these were, drew some really heavy parallels, oh, yeah. and in both movies it was really fucking well done, yeah. so... I'd guess, I'd guess some of the sets were probably the same. Yeah. These giant pools that James Cameron had built 
were probably used, have probably been used from many films in Hollywood I'm, for I'm different sh- things. I certainly hope so. <laughs> I hope he used the same films for Titanic. I don't know if he did, but I would hope. I don't know. They didn't build brand new ones. Like, that's oh, fucking wasteful. Mm-hmm. They probably gave him the money for it. But the crew, so they're, they're trying to wait this storm out so they can get the communications and everything back up. Because they kind of need to get rescued now. And they're like, well, goddamn it, we were here to save the day, and now we need to get saved. Mm-hmm. And while they're dealing with that, hey, the aliens are back. And they use this weird column of water, and they're exploring through the ship. And they're looking at people and touching things. And It reminded me a lot of um, Terminator 2. When yeah, liquid, liquid dude yeah. like just has his head on a like long yeah, metal liquid bull. stick and mm-hmm. he's just like wandering through looking for John I mean, Connor same. and all this shit. Same. It was very similar to that. And the shape of it actually made me think of um The Land Before Time. The yeah. long necks. Yeah. It actually cool. reminded me of uh, Donnie Darko. When they get those like swirls come out of their chest, that's a weird ass movie. Yeah. I did. I did movie. like when they, the the seals closed the door and it cut everything off and everybody like screamed because because it just like fell to the water. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So, like Micah said, uh, Kyle Reese and his other buddies, the seals that are still there, they um they have themselves a plan. They need to get They're these bitches. nukes out, and then the plan gets more and more crazy because Kyle, the leader. He gets is, more and more crazy. Yeah, he gets more and more crazy. He got the shake something fierce. And yeah, so he has that He thinks syndrome. everybody's against him. Because they are. And there's aliens <laughs> just floating around looking at him, and he's like, fuck this noise. So he's really freaking out about everything. Yeah. So um, the crew, they actually spy on him with a sweet-ass little machine, and they discover that he is arming the warhead to attack the aliens, because he's... Well, he doesn't know they're aliens. Nuts. He thinks it's something scary. He's like, well, what do we do to something we don't know about? We try to kill it. He's like, I don't like it. We need to blow it up. So the crew, they're like, well, we don't want that because that nuke's going to go off. We're not going to be able to escape from it. And one of the SEALs actually says that to him. And it's like, dude, we're too, we'll, we'll be too close to the explosion. It's going to kill us. He's like, you shut your mouth. He's like, we'll be fine. I'm like, are will we? <laughs> so everyone's freaking out. Yeah, that other seal was finally like, oh, oh, he cray cray. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Bud and another guy, they actually swim through some of the flooded spots and they sneak up on, his name is Coffee, but I'm going to call him Kyle Reese. And uh, Bud's doing a pretty good job after, you know, not having any breath and swimming through cold water and fighting off this man that's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He's super duper crazy Hardcore. at this point. And he gets some pretty good hits on him, but Coffee escapes in a little mini sub with the warhead, as you do. And yeah, Bud and <laughs> Bud and Lindsay, they actually chase him in another sub. And so Coffee, he shoots the warhead into the trench, but his sub like goes over the edge and it implodes from the pressure. So hooray, the bad guy's gone, because he was doing some bad stuff. And Bud's ship is there's no power, and so it's taken on water, and there's only one diving suit. So Bud is like, well, I'm not going to let my wife die down here. You take the suit. And Lindsay's like, you're the better swimmer. You take the suit. And she's like, I have a plan. I'm going to get into hypothermia, because this water's cold as balls, and just kind of b- black out. And so you're going to swim me out of here. You're going to grab me, 
and swim me all the way out. And I don't know if there's any fact behind that, but I know you can, like, shut yourself down and do that. Uh, it's like a weird diving reflex. So, apparently... It's I'm, the mammalian survival reflex or something? Yeah. So, yeah, apparently it's real. So, uh, she does something actually real. So, Bud actually swims back to the platform with the body. And then they try to do CPR for a very long time on her. And Bud's, like, mad and they give her. up. Yeah, they actually were like, well, she's dead, man. And then Bud's like, no, she's not dead. And starts just beating her up. And he's like, don't quit on me. You didn't quit on me. Don't you quit. I hate you, you bitch. And he's like, you know, <laughs> shaking her, like, dead body. And then she revives. I'm like, hooray. Like, it was really bad. She, she was for real dead for a long time. They just kept hitting her. So... <laughs> The warhead needs to be disarmed. It didn't go off, but it's down really, really, really far. Two miles below the more than two miles. And so everyone's like, well, there's no way to get down there. Actually, there is one way, but boy, is it stupid. So they use an experimental diving suit equipped with liquid breathing. Wrong bite. So... Earlier in the movie, one of the <coughs> seals explains that the liquid diving, um, you can go super duper far because when you were like a wee baby and you breathed in liquid, so it's just your body has to remember how that feels and you can go really, really far. And see, this is the thing. Pressure. It's one of those science fiction things that just makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, damn, I wish that could be a real thing. Apparently, it's moderately real. Um, or they're doing a lot of study with it. So it's just oxygen-rich liquid. So you can do it. It probably hurts like a bitch. Oh, because that, well, that was one thing that they said was it's a lot harder to breathe in and out because you're moving water. Yeah. You're moving a physical object in and out of your lungs yeah. instead of just... Oh, it yeah. probably fucking hurts to do But that, I... I Man, once again, these guys had a lot of time on... I, yeah. I really wish that th that could be a job of mine, where it's yeah. like, literally, all you have to do is put way too much effort and thought into something. Yeah, that's like, pretty cool. Fucking sign me up. <laughs> and it's sci-fi, so it's just like, assume that you'll just kind of it's push like your glasses you, up and do some stuff oh, like that. And also, if you if you miss one fucking thing, oh, yeah. everybody will be pushing up their glasses to go, <gasps> he missed that thought. Uh, actually, 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 well, that actually. <laughs> so earlier in the movie, one of the Navy SEALs grabs uh, one of the characters. He has a pet rat, and he's like, "Check it out!" And <laughs> puts cool the rat into the liquid. And it's actually a real scene. Um, the PETA oh. would have been pissed. It actually, it's real. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sure they were mad. The one time, because while the scene's going, they cut uh, to the people reacting to the mouse being in the water. Just one time. Because the rat, one of the rats freaked out and just kind of pooped itself because it was in water. But then when the rat like relaxes and just starts breathing in the, the oxygen water, that was real. And James Cameron actually adopted one of the rats afterward and lived nice. for like tons of years afterward. Because people were like, oh, you killed those rats and you put them in okay, the water. Listen, like, no, there are fine. so many people out there that would go, oh, you know, pet rat, whatever, dude. That was one of the coolest pets I ever had yeah. growing up. A pet rat. Cuddle with cool. me in bed and shit. Like, they're, they're not as uncontrollable as you think. And they get you pizza? A wild rat. Right. <laughs> and teach you kung fu? Yeah, right. I'm good. A wild rat, yes. <laughs> a wild rat that's not domesticated like any other creature on the face of the planet is not going to know how to operate. 
But if you buy an actual rat and shit, like it's it's different. It's a real pet. Like yeah. they're really cool and they're stupid. Well, if you get a good one. <laughs> I mean, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure there are some assholes out oh, there. Yeah. yeah, just bite you for no reason. Like ow. So, but that's a real thing. You can actually breathe oxygen-rich water. Probably, like I said, probably sucks doing it, <laughs> but it seems to be a viable thing. So, Bud, he starts his dive, and they fill up the suit with the liquid, and you can see him freaking out, which oh, I would be absolutely freaking yes. out as the water's covering my face, and then he starts to drown, or. It's the actions of drowning. He's like, I'm dying. And they're like holding his body. He's like, be cool, man. Be cool. And he's like, I'm dying. And then he just stops and he's like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm good. But, oh, that had been a scary. So scary. So Well, I mean, at least that's one of the things that they say is like, if you're going to go, drowning is probably the easiest way to go. It goes, it's the least I mean, painful. I don't know. It's so scary. Everything's scary. Dying is blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, uh, but he starts his dive, and Lindsay is talking through text. I mean, I guess yeah. it's a drowning thing, but like, he's so deep, it wouldn't exactly be drowning. The pressure would get him before the water would get him, and his eyes would explode, and his brain would like all his blood vessels would pop from the pressure of going down that deep into the mariana trench it'd be bad so Lindsay, she's uh texting bud trying to keep his mind moving because he's going further and further down and it's not good for your body to be that far down he gets to the warhead and he disarms it hooray and then he realizes he actually beep, knew. Beep, 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 beep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm almost out of oxygen in the system. And he messages, he's like, Yeah, I knew this was a one way trip. And he tells Lindsay, like, I love you and please be be good. And, you know, Lindsay's like, No, I just came back to life, you son of a bitch. You're going to do it too. You're going to make it back. And he's like, Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm going to die, y'all. And while he's down, hey, look at that shit. It's an alien. Alien comes up to Bud. And grabs his hand. It's like, come with me if you want to live. And then they go on a fucking magical ass quest. Yeah, it's some magic school bus shit. Like, <laughs> and now we are going to discuss Gully. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> they create like this air pocket for Bud, and he gets to breathe normally after throwing up liquid and just. Blah, blah, blah. They created an air Bud. Air Bud. <laughs> oh, you've been waiting 24 hours to say no, that he, statement. He <laughs> yeah. said Aaron Bud within I know. three or four words. Air Bud. Hey. And then the aliens, they play back Bud's message to his wife. And then the aliens are like, man, you're pretty cool. Like, you saved us from that nuke, and you came down here knowing you were going to die. We're going to do you a, set, a solid, sir. Now, at this point, so there's an extended version to this scene. So, <laughs> sorry, you just look like a conspiracy theory. Now, at this so, point, yeah, my hands. <laughs> so, the there's this backdrop, this metaphorical conflict between the U.S. and the Soviet Union in the movie, and with the potential for war because the Soviets are like, those nukes are just open for anybody, so I'm gonna get one. And the U.S. is like, you go over here, we're gonna fight you. And he's like. Are we going. We, I'm, I'm grabbing this dude. And so everyone's ready to fight. No one wants to fight, but they're like, I will fight you if you try to grab those nukes. And he's like, I guess we about to fight, dude, because I'm grabbing those nukes. 
So while this is happening, the aliens, they actually show Bud that humans are pretty shitty. And it's like, you know, hey, look at all the things that you do. And Bud's like, well, that's not all of us, man. Like, that's, you know. He's like, wait, you know what's going on up there? Intervene much? Like, yeah, right? Hey, why about you do something? He's like, nah, that's too much work, y'all. And then the aliens, they decide that they're going to take care of the problem. And they create these giant tsunamis <laughs> anywhere there's water because they can control water. And they're ready to just pull a fucking, like, I don't know, a Bible fucking story and just drown everybody. Pull a Noah. And then... Okay, wait. This is where we really need to insert a disclaimer about the two separate endings. Yes. So this is still extended. This is a special version. And then Bud, his message to his wife... Makes the aliens reconsider. They're like, oh, I guess they are good people. You're a good guy, bud. We won't kill everybody you love. <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they, <coughs> the tsunamis recede. And then they take Bud back up to the surface. Hooray! He would explode. But they got technology, so he doesn't. And then they raise up the... The base that everybody else was on, because they were still down there about to die. So they're safe, too. And then Bud pops out of the ship. He waves to his friends. So (laughs) the extended, the extra part was just the whole, like, the aliens were like, y'all are dumb. We're just going to kill all the humans on the planet. Kill all humans. It's really what turns this movie from a, like... Oh, the water is scary. To oh shit, aliens Aliens are are horrific. Like yeah, yeah, so there's the one version that's just like, yeah, drowning is super scary and going deep is super scary and like, the water and the ocean is just a dark abyss and you're gonna die. Um, And then there's the alternate version which is like, yeah, all of that is still true, but there's also aliens who control water and they're gonna destroy the world. Yeah, (laughs) and and see, here's the unfortunate thing is if you're if you're a blockbuster movie, you got to do something fucking blockbuster or else it's not blockbuster i guess and so like when they could have kept the suspense to be the heaviest part of that movie and then they got grandiose at the end and it was it was almost out of touch with the rest of the movie because the rest of the movie was so sparse yeah. and it was like okay well here's you know atlantis and oh we're just gonna raise it up and it's gonna pick you up out of the water and even though we're in the middle of the ocean Everybody's like hugging and being like, hey, we win, I, I think. And then it's like, okay, well, what now? You're still in the middle of the ocean. You're just going to sit there and go like, oh, fuck. Well, where do we go from here? Yeah, well, I assume some <laughs> ships, the ships were, I don't know how many miles away, but they could see that they came up somehow. Somebody would pick them up. They'd be like, hey, what the fuck is that thing? As it tries to go back down real quick. Like, no, 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 we saw you, asshole. So... Uh, the aliens would probably have to still We're fight. a mirage. Yeah, because Americans would not let that thing try to get away. They're like, we don't know what that is. We're going to fight it. And they're like, how about you Kill not? it! How Wait. about you not? So, how about you just ask how its day was? You're right? Kill it! Nah, we're going to kill it, take its technology. Because that's what Americans do. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in The Abyss? Uh, just a second. Scroll. Uh, I don't know his name. Um, but that would be Rat Guy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, that was Hippie. Hippie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his call sign. Okay, uh, then my favorite character was Hippie. Um, I just really liked all of his interactions and how much he cared for the rat and how much he cared for the rest of the crew. Um, 
and how he was like the technological person on the crew. He was the one that was fixing up the smaller submarines or whatever they were and cameras and stuff. Like he was the one who was programming everything. He was the most essential person on that crew. Yup. Um, and he was the best. I like mm. that guy a lot. Besides Lindsay. Uh, Emma. Well, I had a hard time picking <coughs> favorites just because I was like trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> and just watching it. But, I don't know. I loved Rat Guy, but I think last act, Bud, like... When he starts to be less of a dick, like yeah. coming across as less of a dick, I liked that bud. Because he was very much a team player, but still, like, you guys don't need to needlessly give up your life. I got it. It's fine. Yeah. Like, let's just do this to a point where everybody is on board, everybody's on the same page, but I'm going to be the one to sacrifice myself. Yeah. You know, so nobody has to taken away from the mission or whatever. So, I would say last act, Bud. Micah? I'm gonna just say Bud. What's up, Bud? What's up, Bud? <laughs> um, he was a leader throughout the movie. Uh, he definitely knew something was going on, but he's not an expert. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can be suspicious. Yeah, you know, Don't diving, whatever. <laughs> um, but you don't know, if you aren't a Navy SEAL, you don't know what Navy SEALs are there for. Yeah. Or if they got contracted by some company. You don't know. You're That's not your thing. You're not sitting there going and analyzing, like, what would a corrupt agent yeah. look like what would their actions be like um i don't know what the, the whole divorce thing kind of just didn't make a whole lot of sense in this movie because there yeah. was no backstory they needed some conflict for them they couldn't just be happy to it was see out each of other. it was out of context and so yeah. at the end when they're like kissing each other like yeah we've always loved each other it was just like, kind of like you? i guess <laughs> like Wow, way to hammer home the happy ending, like I to like, change the tone of the movie. <laughs> um but Bud is a career guy, I guess is the way it made it seem. And it this movie I, I I have a feeling like when they did the movie version of The Meg, they oh. drew from this movie a lot. Uh, which the Meg is another good one. That's that's one that Emma and I did on our own. Happy Shark Week. Uh, you I watched know. that going to Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was a really good movie. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it's actually, a, you know what? It it wasn't like a classic book, but dude, the book was really good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was one of my. Uh, I read it as a young kid because my grandpa had it in his library collection. I was like, ooh, sharks. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Bud, as a leader, as a a dude, like the 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 only thing that was kind of off-putting was the the whole tension in the marriage thing that didn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. and didn't have any context other than the fact that, oh, well, obviously a career man and a career woman can't be hap totally happy together. <laughs> like, oh my god, come on, get like get over yourself. <laughs> 
Um, and you know, he sacrificed himself without thought. You know, yeah, it was just—it really was just it. one of those things where he's like, "Well, this is this is what I do because I'm a leader, and you know, I." I it's a good leader. It's, it's what I do. Yeah. You know, and so he was a, a you know, the, for, like Katie said earlier, for a movie in the early, or in the late 80s, early 90s, had a lot of tropes, but I feel like as a sci-fi movie, it came out in that era where there were so many sci-fi in such a small amount of time that they developed a trope because everybody was trying to one-up each other. Oh, whatever. definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but even as a trope, his character still made sense throughout the entire movie. Other than the whole magic scene of them floating <laughs> to Atlantis. I'm always gonna bring that up because it's like the one the one scene that's so jarring in the whole in the whole movie. The CGI just gets super bad because it gets overblown and they're like oh, yeah. holding that's so hands much they had to do. and yeah. mystically floating down to Atlantis and it's just like what the fuck yeah. happened to the movie for thirty seconds? <laughs> yeah, Bud's like. Wee! <laughs> so I went. Uh, I wrote down Bud with a question mark. Yeah, <laughs> and then Emma she she said third act Bud and you brought up a lot of third act Bud situations. Sure. Uh, he's a great leader, and when he when the chips are pretty fucking down, he's the one that took care of stuff. He's the one that did that crazy swim to the other side of the base, and it's like, well, we gotta open this door. And, and he's trying like, to sneak up on a Navy SEAL. There, yeah. everybody's, everybody's sitting there watching, going like, dude. He's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's fucked up in the head. He's still going to kick your ass. Yeah, so he, and he sure did a enough, lot of stuff. Fucking got his ass kicked. Yeah, he did a lot. So uh, third act, bud. <coughs> he's, he's the best. So Katie, who is your least favorite character? Um, again, sure. I don't write regular names of people, but I said high pressure nervous system, dude. Um, because fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. The Navy SEAL who went crazy, um, and lied about having the shakes, and he thought he was tough shit, but he wasn't, and he was just slowly going fucking crazy. Like, to hell with that guy. Um, yeah. Fuck that guy. Emma. I also said mustachio, so. He did have some he was a mustachio. He was a dick. <laughs> And I I saw it coming a mile away. When he first started fucking talking, I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. You're going to just be a little piece of shit. So, Micah. Yeah, I don't... Mm-hmm. There weren't that many bad um, people in Yeah, there. I mean, there were, sure, there were bad guys in this, but... Least favorite. Like, that's super hard to do yeah I mean it might just be just another nod to James Cameron and what he did cause I mean hell most of what the bad guy did was like he was a Navy SEAL he was following orders yes and uh, got the the shakes at the end so he was starting <laughs> to lose his mind but he was starting to lose his mind it yeah. wasn't just a premeditated I'm a bad guy yeah, so unfortunately, it, he just went cuckoo and just yeah. was doing bad stuff. But he wasn't a so I guess, an asshole. I, I guess but. I guess the the only like the worst thing that I could say is the aliens. Because <laughs> what's their point? They're just trying to live their fucking lives, man. And we are they, or are they trying to show that like? Uh, you, 
Okay. We're, we're here as protectors of Earth, and if you don't fuck up, we can only send a tsunami at your ass. Like In the regular ending of the movie... Yes. They were just trying to live their fucking lives down at the bottom of the ocean, mm-hmm. and then the, all the humans were like, you know what? I'm going to carry seven million missiles in my fucking tummy, and y'all can't do a damn thing about it. Yeah, but And they, they saw that shit, and were like, mm. but. But see, here's my other nah. argument: is yes, of course they brought they brought the breakfast. nukes down there, but they weren't trying to aim at the aliens. They didn't know they were there, yeah. and so the aliens first, brought yeah. the nukes closer to themselves by sinking the the submarine. But they didn't sink the submarine on purpose. They were looking at the submarine, and the submarine was running away and hit a wall. The submarine people did that shit on their own. Yeah. Now. Whether or not someone is shooting nukes at you does not mean that that person needs nukes. Okay, this is a forever argument that we could be having about literal gun control. Like, literal just nuke control. Nuke control. Yeah, all of it. Like, just because I'm not shooting a gun at you right now, like, why do I need a gun? Like, if my intention isn't to shoot you. Why do I have a gun in your house? Yeah. Like, to the aliens, those dudes in the submarine came down with 127 but, nuclear weapons okay. and were like, then, fuck then it, let's go. Then here's my other argument is you don't know that for sure. It's not It's not like I'm in in the moment, in the movie, and I'm one of the characters going like, we don't know what they're doing here. We should kill them or whatever. It's literally just there was no definition to the aliens at all. Oh, yeah. It, were they trying to live their lives? Had they? How long had they been there? You know, a long are they? Time. But they don't say that, and so that's my only thing. Well, they don't. But you can assume by the size of the civilization that they show that they were there for a long ass time. But but see, but that's my only thing is there was nothing. It's all just inference, and I think that was the wrong kind of inference. Yeah. You know, it's like an action happens, and it's like, well, what does it mean? And then a director goes, yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) What does it mean? But this was like, why are the aliens there? What purpose do they serve? Here's a better question. Or another, like, let's fuck your brain up. What if they're not aliens? What if they've always been here and we evolved from them? Because we came out of the bottom of the ocean. But see, that wasn't a thing. But, but... And but the movie they didn't... don't they don't explain that they are necessarily aliens. They're just weird shit at the bottom of the ocean. And, and we know for a fact, us right now humans know for a fact the bottom of the ocean is a big ass question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like But that that is my who knows? point. You're, that's just my point is saying that there's no point to the aliens defined. A sci-fi movie with aliens or not aliens, whatever. The point is to define what they're doing there. Yeah. And this movie doesn't do that, and it doesn't leave it for interpretation. It's just, it's like the, the I forget what it was from, but it was like, oh, it was uh, um, Big Bang Theory. When Penny goes, here's something that'll blow your mind. Indiana Jones does nothing for the plot of Indiana Jones. Oh, and yeah. you sit there and think oh. about it, it's like, oh, fuck. Amy Farrah Fowler. Penny didn't say that, Amy said it. Okay, yeah. sorry. I, I, I got I, you. But, Anyway, yeah. that, you know, it's he really like, didn't. what purpose no, do the aliens serve other than bringing Bud back? And That's showing it. Bud himself that we could destroy the planet at any time. Okay, but why? 
<laughs> what are you doing there? Why can you control water? Why why have you been sleeping for so long instead of coming out and talking to us before? You know, why did it wait till us dropping? You know, that that's and so that's my we'll least favorite. Never know. Yeah, it's exactly. But it wasn't a we'll never know. It was just a here's some aliens because it's sci-fi. Yeah, you, you know, and so that that's the way it felt. In the oh yeah. End. So that's my least favorite is the aliens. Yeah. So I have another, when I do one of my seven words, it'll ex- kind of build up on what you said. My, <coughs> my least favorite, I want like coffee, and I usually, the uh, Kyle Reese, Alabama shakes. So, Alabama shakes. <laughs> so usually with, you know, a film, I always enjoy the villain because, you know, they have to, they can do anything. But just out of nowhere, like minute one, when you see him, he's already being an asshole and he's like, I won't get the shakes because I'm a badass. And he's like, mm, they got the shakes. <laughs> already. It was like, they weren't even down alone to get the shakes. Here he yeah, had. So here like, he had the shakes. It took him like two minutes after yeah. taking no, his that mask means, off. Here he had the shakes. He just came down there with it. He was, like, <laughs> he was already jiggling two minutes in. You That's don't get the shakes secret. that fast. I was born with Yeah, that. I was born with the shakes. Molded in it. So he was just <laughs> crap from the beginning. And then he just was like, oh, they're all against me. Yeah, I know what I'll do. I'll blow them all up. Yeah, and he's just crazy. So, but this movie was a whole lot of people curious about stuff. So you need an asshole somewhere. So yeah. he just instantly he'll turn cuckoo crazy man, and he's like, "I got the nuke." And they're like, "Oh God, we have to stop him." Yeah, <laughs> that's the most important thing. So, uh, let's do seven words synopsis. Damn it, is this gonna be one of those movies that feels like we need to make a series out of it just to It'll answer great some TV of those show. questions? It'd like, be an amazing TV show. I'd watch it. So my first one is humans try to fuck up alien gifts. They're like, hi. They're like, I'm gonna blow you up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And, and then, I don't think about you at all. Great. The cast almost drowned tons during filming. It's Jesus. Horrible. And then my last one. Which builds into what you said, Mike, about the aliens. Alien Deus Ex Machina? Mmm, feels good. <laughs> so, uh, for people that don't know, Deus Ex Machina, that's in any story. So, if Katie is on a spaceship and a black hole sucking up the ship, she's like, ah, there's only one thing that can save me uh, uh, a D black hole of fire. Hey, it's right there. And presses a button and then it just saves everything. It just, no one explained it. She didn't say she had that button before. <laughs> It was nothing like that. It just happens. They're like, hey, a lot of people in the review of this movie brought up that the aliens were just kind of a deus ex machina. They were just, Bud was going to die. And Which they're is like, what I said. Hi. Exactly. Yeah. And they pop out and they're like, come with me. I'm going to swim with you. And it's like, what the mm. fuck is this? And so a lot of people were kind of grumpy with the aliens. Come and with me. Come fly. Come fly away. Wow. Yeah, different, different places. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big, that was I a big. commit to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was a big grump with with some people with the movie. They were like, they're just there to save the day, and that's it. And they like that do it, weird. and they go yeah. bye, and they just leave. Like, what the fuck was that? So that's why yeah. the whole time you were saying, I was like, oh, that's day sick, Machina. Machina. <laughs> Katie, I have a lot. Um, why does Sub need one hundred and twenty-seven nuclear warheads? There's literally not an explanation just in for that. Case there. Yep. And this is my problem with humanity as a whole. Like, there's no need for that. The sea is haunted. It's just fucking absurd. The sea is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like that, like that one meme uh, when the ship lands back on Earth. They're like, hey, Mr. Astronaut, how did the, uh, the, the moon... Like the sea is haunted. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't. 
the mission control's like, hey, Mr. Astronaut, how did it go up there on the moon? He just comes back and grabs a gun and loads it. He's like, moon's haunted. He's like, what? Gets back on the ship, moon's haunted, and flies back home. <laughs> That's good. Came back for a gun. He's like, oh, that shit's haunted. I'll be back. All right. Uh, my next one. Somebody get this woman some chapstick. Stat. Hey, man. She, right? almost, she was dead. Uh, <laughs> no, it happened several times, and yeah. not just after she drowned. Like, yeah. There were several moments where her crusty. lips were just crusty as fuck. Hey, like she, when they were just in there before they had swam all crazy, <laughs> her lips were looking busted as hell. Like, Might have been dude, when they broke up. Yeah, well. Her crusty <laughs> lips. <laughs> Sorry, I crusty can't. lips. <laughs> I can't. But I don't want to be married to you anymore. Crusty lips. I mean, Lindsay. <laughs> crusty lipsy. Lindsay. <laughs> crusty. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next one. Spielberg put this in space. Bam. Armageddon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it literally took folks off of a fucking rig, put them with astronauts, threw them up on a meteor to fix the world, and the only person who could fix it was Bruce Willis. Jesus. The leader of the rig, not the fucking astronauts who actually know what the hell they're well, doing. You're dickheads. No, Fuck you get here. back to her. You fuck my Same daughter. Thing. You have a happy <laughs> life. No. No. This escalated so quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's well, this is a real-time explanation of Armageddon. That's what happened? I'm just, I'm just here telling them. Right. I also have not seen that. And then I have a. Oh, shit. I just watched it like a month ago. Nice. Uh, and then I have a 14-word synopsis. Hey, hey bring it on. Which Hybrid. falls right on to on top of my Armageddon thing. But is the only person for this? Not the SEAL who trained for this? <laughs> he really did not uh, put Come his hand on. up. He, he wasn't like, I can do it. The one that knows about the liquid, he's like, yeah, Bud can do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So not, not the Navy yeah, SEAL who came in teaching everybody about it. Breathe deep, Right, but like yeah. the Navy SEAL oh, knows how to disarm it. He's like, hey, I, I can, yeah. I can show you from here. He knows how to disarm the weapon, and he fucking like trained in that pink goo liquid shit. Why wouldn't he be the one to do this? He probably could have saved more like, oxygen going down. Absolutely, because he, he knows he what doing. the fuck he's doing. Nah, let's send Bud because <laughs> fuck, why the fuck not? <laughs> Because Navy SEALs can hold their breath for seven minutes. He would have had plenty of fucking oxygen. Yeah. Five minutes of training yeah. with the, the air water. Right. Yeah, you're good, bud. <laughs> yeah, and then by the time bud got down to the fucking thing to disarm it, they were like, cut the wire, and it was so dark he couldn't tell which color wire he was cutting, so he was just like, oh, I'm going to guess. Like, yeah, he sure did do a thug life. <laughs> yeah, he said thug life. <laughs> we all about to die. I'm sorry. I do, I do like the, the point in time forever? where he's like t- typing gibberish and like, oh shit, he's losing it. He's losing it. We lost him. Yeah. yeah bread, they're cotton candy. I <laughs> also. <laughs> he types cotton candy. Right? But also, I love that they have like so Bluetooth natural. cell phone technology at this point that was yeah. working miles apart. Like, right? what in the fuck? Under the legit. pressure vacuum. Yeah, under of the, the pressure ocean. vacuum. He yeah, had a little legit. like fucking typey phone. Typey. When a freaking pressure like, design engage yeah. fucking phone keyboard, like <laughs> There are no signs of intelligent life on this planet. Yeah. Okay, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> but literally when the fucking designed for the deep pressure little tiny robot thing just went. <laughs> And broke apart into nineteen pieces. Yeah, and that's he's what like, I expected nah, we're his cool. head to do. Right? <laughs> I kept expect I kept expecting the glass on his thing to just explode Boom. because that's what happens a lot with those Seriously? 
with those deep, like, explorer, like, little tiny things, is yeah. they just explode from the pressure. I'm like, you are so far down, there's no yeah. way your suit no. or that little keyboard thing would be able to handle any of this. Get the no. out of here. All right, right uh, Micah, seven word synopsis. All right, uh, first one's a quote from the very beginning of the movie. Oh no, queen bitch of the universe. <laughs> and then my second one is 30,000 leagues under, hey look, an alien. Yeah. <laughs> 30,000. 80,000. You went Sorry. farther down. It's 20,000. It was deep as fuck. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We must go deeper. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay. That hurricane looked like a Xerox butthole. <laughs> he held up that picture and I rewound it and I said, that's somebody's butt on a copy machine. It literally looked like somebody's butt <laughs> on the goddamn copy machine. I mean, they probably like did. cotton dingleberries or some bullshit. <laughs> it was rough. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I took from this movie was cotton dingleberries. Okay. What in the ever-loving Astro Trek... Extraterrestrial <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, next one. <laughs> Drown to breathe, to die to live. I was like, I don't, I don't, that's a process. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and then my alliterative, alliterative? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot for a minute. I've been teaching for a week and my brain died. Yeah. Okay. Tentacle transforming terrestrial tracks troublemakers ticking time bomb. That's solid. Damn. Yeah. That was really good. That's really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, I, oh no, I forgot to do, so what I've been wanting to do with every movie is read on the, the you know, the picture on the marquee when they show the cover. The tagline. Yeah, the tagline. This one wasn't really that good of a tagline, but... It said, he made your heart pound with the Terminator. Then he stopped it with aliens. Now, writer-director James Cameron presents this summer's most original adventure. The Abyss. Adventure. Adventure. MacGyver. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did see some people use the quote from, uh, is is it Nietzsche? That said, when you look into the Abyss, the Abyss looks back at you. I believe they were using that for this movie. Yeah, that's a scary ass quote. <laughs> yeah, so the it. marketing marketing department did not yeah. do this they one justice. So, uh, minority kill count. Nothing. Yarp. Yeah. Uh, the one black have... lady survived. Oh. Did we have budget for this? Yeah, oh, I got that. Yeah. Okay. I just did that. So, we are still at 205 and a Tito Turtle. Almost. So, this film came out August 9th, 1989. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was? Katie. $100 dues. $100. Emma. $50 dues. $50 dues. Micah. And I came out a month later. And I came out a month later. And I Baby price? <laughs> One baby's RS. $24. Dude. $24. Ooh, I like, that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Wasn't right, but I liked it. So, <laughs> the budget, it was around $43 to $47 dues. Damn. So, it was in that area. I went over. Yeah. So, what do you guys Just think? Just barely. What do you guys think the box office was? 
dollar dues. That's so much. Five hundo. Emma. One hundo dollar dues. One hundo. What was my first guess? Twenty-four. You can't remember that. Forty dollar dues. Forty. Ooh, you don't think this movie made its money? Not in the theaters. It's James Cameron. Ooh, Ooh yeah. They put his yeah, literal like. Yo, we did. He made Terminator and Aliens. Come see this other movie. Mm-hmm. They put that shit on the poster, like. <laughs> <laughs> so the box office for this film was ninety dollar dues. Emma with the double win. So it made its money. It didn't do that good for. So at least I was on the right track. I mean, this was I early mean, James Cameron, so you know it doubled. It wouldn't be till yeah. later where it's like his name is on something. It's. It's probably doubled. I mean, so. it doubled its it doubled its budget. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, yeah. How much did you spend on on advertising? That's the thing when you when you factor in the budgets, it does not include the advertising. Budget. I know that. Oh yeah. So this movie made some money, but I mean, it had general positive reviews and stuff like that. But probably a little bit of a disappointment. Oh, it's maybe a little bit of a disappointment for James. I don't Cameron. know. I don't think ninety million is a disappointment at all. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy with. Well, if, if this especially was especially in nineteen eighty eight, like yeah, if this was later James Cameron, like after Terminator but this, Two, this yeah, definitely seems be a little like bit a niche film. Oh, absolutely, man. Rather than a James Cameron Terminator slash Avatar, yeah. everyone film. aliens. Yeah, he has a type of movie later on, and this one's a little. Different from the track, I he would was say. Testing the bar. Oh, giant blockbuster is his niche, I guess. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so this. No, not a slight at you. I just don't think. No, I know. I don't think James Cameron has like a like a set thing that he's good at necessarily because Terminator is. I would not consider Terminator a movie for everybody. I love that movie because I grew up a tomboy and I loved everything that Arnold Schwarzenegger did at the time. Yeah. But I could tell you at least 50 girls that I know who are all my age, who grew up at the same time as me, who could not give any fucks about Terminator because it just does not appeal to them. It is not their time. And I I understand that, but I think Terminator is a general populist film, mostly, even if it's just the line... Hasta la vista, baby. You know, everybody will go, oh, that's Terminator, well, you know. Well, that just means that it's perme- permeated, like, popular yeah. culture. But that's what I mean. And so is Avatar. <laughs> and it did. When you think about <laughs> know, it, 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 did, it, it did. general populace, People yes. are still making jokes about it and People stuff, like so. us who are higher, you know, right? <laughs> we got higher standards. My mom told him. Um, <laughs> we don't look at it the same way, but it was the highest grossing film of all time. I mean, Not anymore. It was. was. I said was. Oh, was. I, I said, said was. I was like, I think that's been paid. It's number four now. Yep. Yeah, I said was, uh, but it was the highest grossing film of all time. And they're about to come out with a sequel. Maybe. You know, and they're even coming out with their own theme park. Oh, like, they already yeah. did. They did. It's right. already a thing in Walt Disney World. In well, it's like a land. Magic Kingdom. It's a ride and like part That's of a. Cool. Yeah. It's a ride with like the tree and. And they have like a little part of it. Shit from that movie. <laughs> I know there's a tree in it. No, and then that one not. guy got impaled. I liked that movie. That one dude couldn't use his legs. Fuck! I need to watch that yeah. again. 
Sam so. Worthington. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of shitty movies. And they're all I liked epics. that movie. Yeah, they're all at epics. the time I was yeah. a super sheltered Christian chick, so I was like, "Space blue people, sick." Yes, <laughs> Fern and, Gully. Then, and then you watch Watchmen. Yeah, blue penis. Fern Gully, <laughs> Pocahontas. Yeah, Avatar, The Last Samurai. Yeah, Last <laughs> Mohicans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, um, oh, I forgot to bring up The Abyss. It won Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, man. Makes sense. Those aliens, like, watching it in 2020, I was shocked. 2022 yeah. me was shocked that the that of the graphics of those aliens. The worst yeah, part was the goddamn dream sequence of him floating down yeah. to Atlantis. Like, that was the worst part, but yeah. it was over so quick. Oh, the, that it was like, aliens? wow, that was that was jarring. Okay, well, back to our regular scheduled program. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the aliens were visually stunning and still hold up 33 yeah, years later. Yeah, that like, would have scared the fuck and, out of like me. Like I said earlier, insane. the scene of, of closing the door on the water uh, and then it yeah, just falling. Yeah, and all falling was crazy. Yeah, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. So uh, it sounds like a consensus <laughs> from the squad that... Uh, it's an enjoyable movie. I mean, there's some tropey things. It's, it's an old film, y'all. <laughs> uh, but and we inherit it from our mothers, right? Uh, visually, you'll have a good time with it. There are some Deus Ex spots in it that you'd be like, no. But it seems like it's all in all an enjoyable film. Yeah, it's very so. tropey. But I mean, in early uh, in early eighties, early. 90s late yeah. 80s early 90s why does everything have to be early right <laughs> um it holds up really yeah. well and it's it's so different like give it a chance but you know you're gonna have a weird vibe because it's so quiet for most of it yeah yeah it's a lot like watching the quiet place which i still haven't seen quiet nope quiet as balls oh my god <laughs> we have not Welcome to the quiet place. It's like really quiet. It's like, oh, who farted? <laughs> Just hear a fart. <laughs> I'm actually surprised the Wayne's brothers haven't done a quiet place like remake. Oh of that, man, that's a joke. <laughs> so it'd be so many farts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I'm glad that my mom and it seemed like all of my moms really enjoyed this because I had some good memories about it. I forgot how the aliens looked. I'll tell you that. But I remember. Uh, Ed Harris is fucking head in that liquid. I'll never forget that. And I was like, that's the scariest way yeah. to live your life with a head helmet full of liquid. I was like, I'd yeah. never want that. Nope. That that's legit my sauce shit. He's like, yeah. Was that Armageddon where they had the competition of who could hold their breath the longest in the water? No, that's something else. Uh, I don't remember. I don't that. think so. Unless it was a deleted scene or something. I don't remember that. No, there was a. It was a dive team, and and they did one go of them underwater. Was a for dad, a and they. Oh no, that was Men of Honor. Oh, okay. Men of Honor. Men yeah, of Honor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was that's Men a good ass movie. Yeah, when, they, when they had the old dive suits, and they're at the yeah. bar, and yeah. and the older they, they 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 challenge each other, and he's like his nose starts bleeding. And, yeah. Yeah, that was during uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s "I'm the First Black Guy Too" phase. Um, yeah, he sure did do that a lot. Yeah, he played like. 10 famous like black dudes in history at, yep. like just in a row he was like i'm the first black guy to shoot a gun in world war ii i'm the first black guy to dive i'm the first black guy to do this yeah it was like a whole thing it was like his career his for pearl like harbor years. Years. Right. he pearl harbor did he did yeah okay so 
That seems, I believe we're done here. So, that is the end of the show. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about science fiction or James Cameron trying to drown people, you can tweet us at We have an email, it is. So, the music you listen to right now, that is Flip McMind Effort. Flip them CE anywhere you can find them. And Studio Fitas, thank you so much for the artwork. So this is chapter two of sci-fi horror. Well, we got some pretty, uh, some pretty good ones coming up. Uh, one that ties into into comic books, which makes me smile. So a excited! Bit. So there's good stuff out there. So uh, for all you folks out there, it's Mother's Day happens. So say hi to your mom. If you can't, just think real good things about them. Find a movie that they really liked and, and watch it. Yeah. Mom loved Twilight Zone, so you're probably gonna watch some Twilight Zone. I have a list of like her favorite like ten episodes, so probably gonna watch those. So uh, for everyone in the Spooky Movie Squad, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another sci-fi film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Man, you know, I just had another nightmare. Hey, you I, know. I, no, wait, wait, wait. I swear to God, this time it felt so real. James Listen. Cameron was trying to drown me. Listen, James Cameron isn't real. He can't hurt you here.